I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, episode 65, Is Fear Limiting You? Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Welcome, friends. I am so excited you are here And I want to give a huge shout out to this amazing group of women I was able to chat with who gave me the answers to this question that I had for them. I asked them, what's stopping you from creating more money? And I was so grateful they were so open and vulnerable in sharing what they feel like is holding them back from creating more money. And they gave me so much amazing information that I wanted to go over some of the limiting beliefs they were talking about, which might span a few weeks <laughs> on this topic, because I felt like each of these limiting beliefs needed some unpacking, if you will, to address them and address how they are in our lives. Huge shout out to them. Some things that they mentioned were fear of failure fear of talking to people, fear of things not working out. And I think this is very, very prevalent. And fear is one of those most common of limiting beliefs that really keep us from who we want to be and what we want to create. So let's talk a little bit about fear (laughs) and what it is doing in our lives and what maybe we want to do when the fear comes up so we can have the life we want moving forward. The thing I think is so fascinating about fear is fear is a problem we created for ourselves for the future. And let me explain. If we fear speaking in front of a group, we haven't spoken in front of the group yet. <laughs> so we're going, what if the worst happens? What if I say something silly? What if someone makes fun of me? What if someone thinks negative about me because I say something up there that wasn't accurate or correct? We have this fear. That's very real right now, but we haven't even gone up to do our talk or speech yet, but yet we fear that it's something that could happen. It's in the future. So sometimes it's a problem that we can't even solve yet, but we don't want to let that future problem stop us in what we want to create. So I think that's so fascinating just to think about that it's a future problem that we may not even have the ability to address yet? How can fear come up for us in our lives? I think the most common is fear of failure. I also wanted to include here fear of success because I think it can go hand in hand and it can still limit us in creating what we want. So let's talk about fear of failure. Let's take business, for example. Let's say you're creating a specific course for someone to take or a book or whatever it may be. I'll just say course, but you kind of insert something you're creating for your business. You create a course and you might say, well, this is an amazing course, but what if nobody buys my course? That's a fear that brings that fear in right now. But once again, that has not happened yet. You haven't gotten to the point where nobody buys your course. You're still creating it and sending it out into the world. But we worry, okay, if I put this course out and nobody buys it, I'm going to be a failure. And what happens when we think we're a failure? feels bad. It doesn't feel good. It feels uncomfortable. We don't like feeling that. We don't like feeling that we're a failure. So instead of feeling like a failure, 
maybe I just won't put the course out there. Because that way I can avoid all that. I don't have to, I can avoid that negative emotion if I don't put the course out there, because then there's not even an opportunity for nobody to buy it. And then I won't have to feel that negative emotion. And that's really what we're fearing when we talk about failure is we don't want to feel that negative emotion. We don't want to feel bad. We don't want to feel like a failure. We don't want to feel maybe shame or guilt that we might bring on ourselves for not being able to do that thing. Now, fear of success, this one's kind of interesting because it's not quite as common or we don't quite consider what that may mean or what that's doing as a limiting belief. So for example, too often we think of our money as something that is scarce or that we don't have (laughs) or that could run out. But what if you started making a million dollars a year? What if that success that you want worth your money is there? And I'm not saying exactly that you want a million dollars, but let's just say you have an abundance of money and we're just using a million dollars as an example. You make a million dollars a year now. That success, that abundance is created. You're able to pay off your bills. You're able to save the way you want to save. You're able to spend your money in ways that is serving you and your family. And you're able to go out and help others with it too. You are now have success, right? Why would we fear that? Because just because we have more tools to us, because I look at money as a tool, doesn't necessarily mean that life is going to now be without problems. (laughs) Unfortunately, I really wish that if we all made a million dollars a year, there'd be a lot less problems. And we may have solved for the scarcity of money. However, we may fear what comes with success. We may fear what others may think of us. We may fear what we think of us if we make money. Who are we now if we make a million dollars a year? How do we think of ourselves if we make this sort of money? What will others think of us if we make this sort of money? What would that mean? What would it mean if people then started asking you for money? Because now they know you're abundant with it. What would it mean when different service opportunities come up? I think we fear what that may mean. Will we know how to spend that money? Will we know how to save it? Will we know how to invest it? Do we know what to do with that kind of money? And I think that fear of maybe the unknown of all of those questions can keep us from then going out and creating more money because then it's like, oh, that's just a lot to think about. (laughs) I'm scared. I'm worried. I don't know how to tackle all of that. So you know what? Maybe instead, I'm just not going to do that. I'm just not going to be successful with my money. I'm not going to bring in more money and more abundance because that's a lot of extra questions I've got to answer. Those are a lot of things I've got to solve for. Now, remember, this is also in the future. (laughs) Just take a look at that as you're noticing fear. Are you fearing failure? Are you fearing success? And is that impacting what you're doing right now to create the life that you want? And I'm just going to add something else in there. Okay, so if we fear but I don't want to fear, I don't want to fail because that feels terrible and so many things could happen there. But I, I'm worried about success because so many things could happen there that I've got to solve. What if I just stayed here? Well, even if we stayed right where we're at, isn't that still things that we need to solve <laughs> in the future? Time will pass. There's still things that we need to do to learn and grow. So no matter what you pick, avoiding failure, avoiding success, staying where you are, you're still going to need to solve for those things going forward. So how do you want to spend your time? How do you want to spend your efforts? Do you want to create success? And if so, let's move towards what you want to create. So what else, how else can fear come up, up into our lives? Fear of missing out on something better. My kids would say FOMO. <laughs> 
I actually had a gal in this group who said, well, I'm worried about taking this job now. That's a good job. Has a lot of good things about it because I'm fearing that I'll miss out on this better job, this dream job that sounds amazing. And I thought that was so fascinating that we think that this dream job will be so much better. And I think that's what happens in our lives is we think this is so much better. So I don't want to settle for anything less. So I'm going to hold out for this. But where are we coming at? If we're fearing it, if we're fearing that's holding us back, remember it's a limiting belief. What if this job that we have now or the job that we is right in front of us, that's a good job, is leading us to creating that other job? What if it's leading us to relationships that we need to have in our lives? What if it's leading us to knowledge that we need to help us move forward? Also, if we just looked at it as, oh, I'm worried I'm missing out instead of, this is an amazing opportunity in front of me, and this can help lead me to other opportunities in the future. It completely changes the way we view the situation. I have a teenage daughter who loves to do so many activities with her friends. She's very, very social. She loves going to all the things, <laughs> having a great time. And it was the week of homecoming. And she said, you know, I've been doing activities every single day this week. I'm just kind of wiped out. I think maybe I'd just like to stay home. And it was a day that week. And I said, yeah, of course, just come home, relax, you know, kind of rejuvenate for, you know, the other activities you have the rest of the week. And she was planning on doing that. And I get a text and saying, my friends really wanted me to come. They said, it's going to be amazing. We're going to have so much fun. I'm going to go with my friends this evening. I said, okay. Now what's interesting about that is she had that fear of missing out, that fear of, oh, they're going to have so much fun and I won't be there. I better show up so I don't miss out. Well, what ended up happening was she went to this activity and it wasn't what she thought it would be. It wasn't that great. A couple of her friends were fighting. Another one was really upset with a family member. And so everyone was just kind of in this really miserable mood. And the activity itself did not reach the hype that everyone had put up around it. <laughs> Let's just say. And so they ended up not really enjoying the activity as well. So that FOMO, if you will, or fear of missing out was not anything to miss out on. <laughs> she didn't really like the activity. She kind of wished she stayed home because she would have had that rejuvenation to go to the other activities the rest of the week. And so when we're fear of missing out on something, we may not have anything to really fear. It could be something that really doesn't turn out the way we want. Or if we notice that friends went to something and didn't invite us, that we might look at that and say, you know, if I would have gone, it may not have been the experience I would have had with them. And that's okay. So it's nothing to really fear, even though that can be a very real thing in our lives, is what will happen if I miss out. And you don't allow that to limit you in what you want to create. Also, and I touched on this a little bit before, we fear of what others will think and believe about us. Like I said, with the money example, if we start making a million dollars a year, we might think, what are they going to think of us? Or if we fail, what are they going to think of us? Now, I want to invite you to consider. Now, I know that there's going to be people around us that we care about their thoughts and their opinions of us, right? We have our groups and our tribes that we, we want to stay connected to. Our family members, our friends, our loved ones who we, we do value what they think and believe about us. But I want you to, com to consider if you were to try to make everyone around you like you all the time. If you're trying to never have them be mad at you or think ill of you, 
And that's your focus. Are you creating what you want to create? Or are you just trying to make sure everybody else is happy and feeling good around you? Which kind of life is serving you? Now, sometimes you can do both. Sometimes you could be living out the life that you want and creating all that you want to create. And you're going to still have those around you that think great of you. Okay, awesome. But sometimes when we're out creating the life we want to create and becoming who we feel we should become, there's going to be people around us that don't like that, that question us, that say, why are you doing those things? Why are you making a million dollars a year? We don't like that. Are you going to stop making a million dollars a year because someone doesn't like it? Or they might think negative of you because you're doing that? And I just want you to consider that. Are you living for them or are you living for you? Should we fear what others think and believe? Because when we do, it limits our growth. It limits our potential. It limits us to always considering and worrying about what are they going to think of me? And I guarantee you, no matter how hard you try, (laughs) you can't please everyone all the time, no matter how amazing of a person you are, because not everyone is going to agree with you. Not everyone is going to like every single little thing you do in your life. Not everybody is going to agree with you all the time. And so they're going to have some other thoughts and beliefs that maybe you don't like. And that's something that is completely out of our control. So once again, think about, are you living for you? Are you creating the life you want? And I think this next one is really something that I've been learning a lot recently. So it's been something that's been on my mind is not meeting expectations, especially our own. I think as we have goals and we have dreams and we have things that we want to do and complete, whether it's, you know, getting out of debt, whether it's saving, whether it's building a business, whether it's raising a family of successful people, whether it's, you know, being able to overcome sickness or illness, whatever it may be, whatever goal we have out there. Have you ever had a goal that you haven't met that expectation or time frame of how have you felt afterward? I, I see this in business owners. They have a goal. I'm going to make $100,000 in a year. Well, what happens when they get to that end of the year and they haven't realized that expectation yet? It's very easy, once again, to beat ourselves up. It's easy to tell ourselves we're terrible. It's easy to see, oh, we're a failure. Well, that feels terrible. <laughs> but what if it's happening? It's just not there yet. But we fear that. We fear what if we put this goal in place and don't make it happen? Once again, back to that first one, it's because we're going to have that negative emotion. We're going to think bad about ourselves or others may think bad about ourselves. We don't have, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have expectations and goals, but I think we fear how we will feel if we don't meet them. So instead it's like, well, I just won't make that goal. I kind of think of this as like, you know, uh, the the new year's resolution that comes up often for many, many people is I'm going to lose weight. Well, how are we going to feel three, four or five, six months down the road and we haven't lost any weight? Are we going to beat ourselves up? Are we going to tell ourselves how terrible we are? Are we going to tell ourselves that, man, we can't even make this one goal and we know it's going to serve us and help our help us in our lives so much more. But if you make a goal to be out of debt in six months and we don't realize that goal, are we terrible now with our money and can't figure things out? I think we fear that we're going to be horrible with ourselves or others may think less of us. So instead of fearing those expectations and not just ignoring them or getting rid of them, (laughs) but still making those goals, having compassion with yourself in those goals and in those timeframes. Yeah. I've made a goal to get out of debt in six months. Awesome. Now, if I work and do those action steps and I'm not out of debt in six months, I'm still going to celebrate what I was able to do and set a new goal 
and timeline to keep working on it. Because maybe I just didn't give myself enough time. Maybe other circumstances occurred that altered the timeline a little bit, but I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to tear myself down, but I'm going to have compassion and say, look at all the good you did. That's awesome. Let's keep working on it. Okay. So that may be where fear comes up for us. Now, I want to give you some tools here to help you move forward when that fear happens. So first you can question your fear and we're going to go through some of these questions here is what do you really fear? If I fear that I'm going to fail at something, say I'm fearing that I won't be able to pay off my debt. Am I really fearing that I'm going to have some numbers on a debt statement? (laughs) Are we really fearing the statement? Are we really fearing that the credit card company or whatever has money that's due? It's not numbers on a screen. It's what we fear in our thoughts, in our minds, and what we feel. Are we fear? Do we really fear beating ourselves up? Do we really fear how we're going to treat ourselves? Do we worry that we're going to be a failure? Do we fear that money will have to be put towards that instead of things that we want to buy? Right. So we just question it. What do I really fear? I fear feeling like a failure. I fear needing to use more money towards debt. Let's examine that. And if it's something we can solve, let's solve for it. If it's not, do we need to fear the thing? <laughs> do we need to fear that? Is that helping us move forward? Once again, fear is a future problem to solve. Sometimes it's not solvable right now. If we get to that point where we have to spend more money on debt, okay, then that's a problem. How do then we take action steps to help move us forward? If it's fear of I'm going to beat myself up because I'm going to feel like a failure. Do you really want to fear you? Do you want to fear what you're going to say to you? Do you want to fear what you might do to you? Or do you want to have that compassion? So what do you really fear there? And can you solve it? Is it rational or irrational? If you are going up to speak in front of a group of people, you might have a rational fear of what if I trip going up to the stand? Okay, you may trip. But you also may have a fear, well, I'm not only going to trip going up there, but everyone's going to think I'm terrible and I don't know what I'm talking about and they're going to laugh me off the stage and I'm going to live a horrible life. That's our brain at work. (laughs) Worst case scenario. Is that rational? It's not. It's irrational that you think that the world's going to end. You're going to have a horrible life because (laughs) you tripped up the stage. Now you can maybe do some things you can help solve for that as much as possible. If you don't want to sit next to the stand instead of walk up to it, the stage, wherever it may be. Or you can also say, okay, yeah, this is a fear, but what if I go up there and I don't trip? And these, this is also incorporating some of these others, but I think sometimes let's really think about this rationally. There's a possibility I could trip and there's a possibility I won't and it will work out just fine. So the next thing is what is the worst that can happen and what would you do? I actually did this with my son just the other day. So he's in high school, but he's taking some college classes and he had a test coming up on one of these classes and he was really worried about it. And he said, you know, I I'm worried I'm going to fail this test. And I said, okay, what if you fail the test? What What's the worst that can happen? I could fail the class. Okay. What's the worst that can happen? I'd have to take the class again. Okay. What's the worst that can happen? I don't get a good GPA. Okay. What's the worst that can happen? I may not get into college. Okay. What's the worst that can happen? I don't ever get a good job. Okay, what's the worst that can happen? I can never provide for my family. I took him down this path because our brain loves to think of worst case scenario always. (laughs) What could always go wrong? And what's the most terrible thing that can happen? But I did that 
to kind of help him realize, okay, is failing one test going to lead to you can't provide for your family in the next 10 years? Now, if we look at that really examine it on paper, it's really not a possibility. <laughs> I mean, yes, if all the worst case scenarios in my life happened, yeah, maybe. But does failing one test mean that that's absolutely going to happen in his life, that he won't have the ability to provide for his family? No. In fact, if he fails the test, it may not even mean that he fails the class. But his brain said, yes, it will. It will lead to all of this terribleness. And so when we go through that exercise within our fear of something, we may see that may not be as rational as we thought. And in fact, so many of those problems we were just talking about are problems he can't even solve right now. Okay, so if he fails the test, he can't even solve the problem if it's failing the class yet, right? Because there's other assignments, there's other tests that are going to be happening that will contribute to him passing the class. Or let's say he does fail the class. Does that mean that automatically makes it so he can't get into college or he can't have the future he wants? No. And here's the other thing is that we think so much is going to happen to us, but guess what? We have a choice all along the way to stop things from happening and to solve the problems as they come up. So if he has the problem of, I failed the class, then he can take action steps to figure out what he wants to do now going forward. Okay. Failed the class. What can I do in my other classes? How can I bring up my GPA? Is there a way to make this class not count on transcripts? All of these different things. So you are there in your worst case scenarios and you're not going to let the worst of the worst happen. Or if you do, you're there to help and support and to get you out of that. And you're not alone in doing that either, that you can find help and resources and divine help even to help you get through the absolute worst case. But more often than not, it doesn't get to worst case. That's just what our brain thinks, which adds more to our fear. Sometimes you can take that exercise and just be like, okay, is this really, truly something I think will really happen? And if so, what would I do about it? Would I let it get to this point? Also, what is the best that can happen? I love thinking about this because our brain is so focused on the negative <laughs> that it keeps us stuck sometimes, but what is the best that can happen? So if we go back to that same example with my son, what if you pass the test? It's more likely I'll pass the class and then I will be able to have a great GPA and then I'll be able to go to college and then I'll be able to have the things I need to, to have a great job and to take care of a family. Spend some time there. What is the best that could happen for you in this situation? What if you are successful with your money? What if you do pay off your debt? What if you have great money conversations? <laughs> what is the best that can happen to help you create what you want? Also, question, what if you fail or make a mistake? So what if you fail? What if you fail at sending out that course and nobody buys it? Now what? What has that taught you? What can you learn from this? Maybe we didn't advertise enough. Maybe the course just needed some updates. Maybe we didn't reach out to enough people. Do we want to take that time to learn or do we want to take that time to beat ourselves up over making a mistake? or failing as it were with our choices. We get to choose and you get to choose even ahead of time about how you're going to treat yourself going forward, making a failure or a mistake because failures and mistakes are how we learn and how we grow and how that we gather information to help us move forward. So if we're fearing a failure or mistake, or if we're 
going to choose to beat ourselves up over a failure or a mistake, then it's not allowing us to learn. It's not allowing us to grow and to move forward. So is this a problem you can solve? We've talked so much today about how fear is a future issue. <laughs> it really is. It's a future problem. And sometimes those aren't problems we can solve right now. For my son, he couldn't solve a problem of failing the class if he didn't even take the test yet. My daughter couldn't solve the fear of missing out if she hadn't gone yet to her event. We can't solve the problem of paying off our debt or what would happen if we don't pay off our debt until we don't pay off our debt. So much of it is a future problem. So you want to ask yourself, okay, is this a problem I can solve right now? So for my son, it was like, no, I need to take the test. And then I have a problem, maybe. <laughs> well, he took his test. He got a B. He did not fail. So guess what? He didn't have a really a problem to solve now because it resolved itself. He passed. For my, my daughter, it was like, is it a problem I can solve? Yeah, I went to the event. Now, did it give me all the results I wanted? No, but it was a pro that's how she resolved her problem. If you're saying, okay, well, I'm fearing about what could happen if I don't pay off my debt. Okay, what do you want to do right now? Is this a problem you can solve? Well, I can start putting money towards my debt right now. So if it's something you can solve, awesome. Find the action steps to help you solve that problem. If it's not a problem you can solve, is the fear worth it? Is that helping you move forward? And it will not. Fear does not help us move forward unless we decide to take fear with us and still take the action steps to move forward, which we'll talk about in just a minute. And then of course, what will you think or believe about you? If you are going to be terrible to yourself, yeah, you're going to fear that. But if you know, especially ahead of time, if you decide I'm going to have compassion on myself, compassion for myself, and I'm going to treat myself with love and kindness, then you don't have to fear failing. You don't have to fear that things may not turn out the way you want, because guess what? You've got you, you will support you. You will celebrate the steps you did take. And when the problem arises, say, okay, then what do we want to do about it now? How can we solve this now? I love this thought of fear and success because you can take it two ways. <laughs> you can face everything and run or face everything and rise. You get to decide. It's your choice. When we see face everything and run, which acronym for fear, then it keeps us from doing what we want to do. It keeps us from taking the action. It keeps us from creating the course. It keeps us from putting our money towards debt. It keeps us from studying for the test. It keeps us from doing what we want to do with our free time to help us move forward because we're avoiding the negative emotion. We're avoiding the pain. We're avoiding the hurt. We're saying, okay, if I don't make the, any actions, if I just stay here and run away from that, then nothing bad will happen. For example, if we have debt, and we say, okay, if I just ignore it because I'm fearing it and we don't do anything about it, is that going to be resolved? No, it can actually create more problems for us. It doesn't help eliminate debt. It just helps us create more problems with our debt. So instead say, I'm going to face that. I'm going to face my debt. I'm going to look at it and say, okay, what can I do? What are the action steps I can take to overcome this debt? Even when I feel the fear. What am I going to do when I know I'm asked to give information in a speech or a talk and I am scared and I'm worried I'm going to say the wrong thing? I'm still going to try and go up there and give that message because I know it's important and it's something I want to do even when I'm feeling the fear. 
I'm going to go take the test because even though I'm worried I might fail, I'm going to take the fear and do it anyway. I'm going to create the course or the book or whatever it may be, even if it doesn't sell, because I want to be able to create that. I know that's going to put good out into the world and I know it's going to get to those people who need it. So you get to choose your action. You get to choose what you will do. And during that, you're going to feel the fear, whether you face everything and run or you face everything and rise, you're going to feel it because that's a natural human emotion. We're supposed to feel the fear, but are we going to allow that fear to stop our growth, our ability to move forward, stop us in our goals and dreams, stop us in what we want to create, or are we going to feel it and say, I'm going to take the action steps anyway, because we can't ignore the fear. If we ignore, we push it away, we bury it. It's like a screaming toddler. It's not going to stay there. It's going to keep coming back at us and be like, look, you need to, you need to deal with this right now. So it's important to feel it, but then choose what you will do with it. I love these two quotes. The first one's by Taylor Swift. And she says, I think fearless is having fears, but jumping anyway. Fear is not a bad thing. Fear is not something we should avoid. Being fearless isn't the absence of fear. Being fearless is having that fear and doing it anyway, just like we've been talking about. Feel the fear, do it anyway. Because you know on the other side of that, and I love this one by Marilyn Ferguson, ultimately know deeply that the other side of every fear is freedom. When we look at our money, we look at our budgets, we look at our debt, and we feel the fear, but we take actions on that to create a life that we want. What's on the other side of that? Being debt-free being aware of our money, directing our money where we want it to go so it can serve us and help us move forward. Stepping in front of that crowd and delivering that message can inspire others, can connect you with others, can help you become more of who you are and being able to give the message you were asked to deliver. Creating a course or a business or showing up for work every day. Fear that you may not do a good enough job or that you may not produce something that someone else buys. You do that. You are becoming more. You are learning more. You are growing more. You're showing up anyway, the way you want to show up, becoming more of who you want to be. So you're not bound by what others think and feel about you, but you are free to see you and help you move forward in the way you want to be. I hope all of you have a beautiful, beautiful week. If you have questions about this, because I know what it's like. I have my own limiting beliefs and fears. And sometimes it's hard for me to overcome them by myself. That's why I have coaches (laughs) to help me see what I maybe can't see in my own thoughts and feelings, in my own kind of self view. But when I reach out to them, they can help me see a broader perspective and help me move forward. And that's what I want to do for you. So if you're feeling stuck with your money, if you're feeling like, I don't know how to move past this and create the action steps, maybe you don't know the action steps to take. Let's work together. Let's work together to help you in that fear and still move forward and create the actions to help you create the life that you want. Have an amazing week. I'll talk to you next time. You are already working hard for your money. Imagine your money working hard for you. Imagine taking control over where your money goes instead of wondering where it went at the end of every month. Imagine the freedom you will have from not worrying constantly about your finances. Imagine enjoying the decisions you make with your money. 
I know this is possible for you. Head on over to amberpetersoncoachingfinance.now.site where we can work together to make it happen. And if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, please subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode to help you create confidence with your money. Have a beautiful week.